Hello, I'm Marcus Alton from the tribute website brianclough.com and in this bonus edition of The Green Jumper we'll be looking back at when Brian Clough said farewell to football management. I said even on it compared me privileges, or paid me, and I am absolutely delighted to have worked here for 18 odd years. I came here as a boy. Uh, and I watched my first test match at Trembridge, and I can't believe how good they've been to me. Now, bear in mind, I don't live here. ...of his efforts. He's now being uh, surrounded by not only photographers and policemen, but also supporters who are almost scrambling to get over the uh, terracing there to get and touch their hero. Emotional scenes at the city ground there, described by the BBC's excellent commentator Martin Fisher. That day, in May 1993, Cluffy's final home league match at the city ground will live long in the memory. I was there to witness and be a part of the outpouring of love and admiration for the man who'd brought unprecedented success over 18 years at Forest and before that transformed the fortunes of Derby County. Two league titles, two European Cups, four League Cups and a host of other trophies as Cluffy had taken on the big boys and rewritten history. Even though his Forest side was relegated by losing at home to Sheffield United, the fans wanted to show their appreciation of his loyalty and for making their dreams come true over nearly two decades. Even the United fans sang his name in tribute. One of the fans who joined Cluffy on the pitch after the match that day was Rich Fisher, who went on to be part of the small group of volunteers raising money for the Clough statue in Nottingham. These are his memories of that match on the 1st of May, 1993. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, the build-up to that game, I mean, Forrest, um, it was Forrest's second to last game of that season. And if, if I remember rightly, they needed to win and have other results go their way to still be in with a chance of staying up. And so, you know, it was a massive game. And then as if it wasn't already a massive game, it was announced in the week running up to it that Brian Clough was, uh, would be leaving Forest at the end of the season. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, the atmosphere was, I've never known anything like it before or since it. Uh, it almost, the fact that Forest were potentially going to be relegated almost suddenly felt like an irrelevance. Uh, it was a sold out crowd. It felt so much more like it was just an outpouring of emotion for people wanting to show Brian Clough what he meant to them. Obviously, he'd been at the club for over 18 years by this point. The match, it was a pretty poor Forest performance, from which probably no surprise because Forest had been poor for the whole season and they lost 2-0. And we're all stood there in, in the stadium knowing Forest were getting relegated. And yet all everybody was doing was singing Brian Clough's name. And it was a really weird, emotional day. And did you try and get on the pitch at the end? Because there was a huge crowd, wasn't there, that surged onto the pitch and, and tried to surround Cluffy uh, right at the end? I did, I did. I did get on the pitch uh, and actually got, I was probably one of the first hundred or so people on, actually, and I got quite quite near to him. I actually got uh, a couple of really good photos. I, I used to, people used to uh, always go, why have you brought your camera with you? Which is funny when you think now that, you know, people take photographs of absolutely everything. But yeah, I used to, 
often take the camera with me to match. So I've got quite a good sort of archive of sort of pictures of forest games and forest away trips from that era. I'd actually stood in the old Trent End that day. It wasn't where I norm- I'd normally had a seat in the, uh, what's now the Brian Clough stand and was back then still known as the executive stand. But that game was potentially going to be the last time anyone would get to stand in the old Trent End because there were plans, the, the club had announced plans to bulldoze it in the summer uh, to build a, a new stand, which of course they did eventually do. The fact that they got relegated, it kind of delayed those plans for a year. So actually it, I could have, just sat in a normal seat and still had the opportunity to enjoy the Trent End. But yeah, I was in the Trent End that day. And uh, yeah, after the full-time whistle and everybody, all the players had gone in and everybody in the middle of the Trent End in that, in that sort of central pen just stayed behind. And I think there was this idea that, you know, Brian Clough might come out and there might be a chance to sort of, you know, bid him farewell again. Uh, and yeah, about probably about 20 minutes after the full time, you know, most of the rest of the ground was empty. He, I mean, he, I don't know if he'd like been told that there were still, there were people who were refusing to leave until he kind of showed himself. But yeah, he, he just sort of came walking out of the tunnel on his own, in, obviously in his famous green sweatshirt. Uh, and that was it. Everyone just sort of, you know, it was, it, there was only going to be one outcome to that. Everyone just piled on the pitch and, the same. I was there with my, my brother and a couple of our friends, and uh, we got quite near to him before he was just almost sort of swallowed up in this sea of people. Now being uh, surrounded by not only photographers and policemen, but also supporters who are almost scrambling to get over the uh, terracing there to get and touch their hero. Yeah, it was you know it was really emotional, and you know for me, I was I was a teenager at the time, and. I'd, Brian Clough as forest manager was all I've known, you know, and anyone sort of of my age will say the same. He was so much more than just forest manager. He was just this iconic figure in our city. And um, this idea that he wasn't going to be forest manager anymore was just mind blowing, really. It was hard to imagine where forest were going to go without him, really. Um, so, yeah, a really sad, bittersweet day. Um you look back at some of the grief Arsene Wenger got off Arsenal fans when he had the audacity to only manage to finish like fourth or fifth. Having having achieved such wonderful things with, with Arsenal in, in his time there, and yet you've got Forest fans who were sort of almost forgiving a manager of relegation but out of sheer love for what he'd done in his 18 years. It was incredible, really. Special memories from Rich Fisher there, who also reflects on the cluffy years in his brilliant book, The Church of Stuart Pearce. And if you'd like to share your memories of Brian Clough anytime, feel free to email youngman at brianclough.com or send a message on the Facebook page, Brian Howard Clough. And talking of Facebook, it was really great to receive a message from Ipswich Town fan Jeff Paul. He got in touch because he says he had the privilege of seeing Brian Clough's last league game as manager. He said there was a carnival atmosphere back on the afternoon in May 1993, but there was a real sense of occasion too. He says when the team coach arrived at the Ipswich ground, Cluffy was absolutely mobbed. And come to think of it, there's a great photo of Cluffy on the steps of the bus with loads of fans wishing him well. 
Jeff goes on to recall that there was a lot of respect between both sets of supporters that day and the police presented him with a cake. That's Cluffy, not Jeff. I remember that the uh, Ipswich manager John Lyle presented Cluffy with a silver salver as well. That's one of the memories I've included in my best-selling book, Brian Clough, 50 Defining Fixtures, which you can buy with a discount on the website. And I'll personally sign it to you as well. Jeff signs off by saying he'll always be an admirer of Brian Clough and describes his interviews as fascinating, always interesting and often entertaining. He talked so much sense, he says. I think we'll all agree with that. He says he would love to have met and spent time with Brian and he sends his thanks for helping to keep Brian Clough's memory alive. Well, it was great to hear from Jeff and if you have any Cluffy memories you'd like to share, then just send me an email. The address is youngman at brianclough.com. All this business about the played with fear, frightened of me. What a load of rubbish. The only time they were frightened of me if they went to bed too early on a Thursday or Friday and I had to get them out to have a glass of champagne. Now, someone else who has special memories of Cluffy's farewell to football management is Chris Ellis. He was invited into Brian's office after his final match at the city ground. Chris, who now works as a journalist, told me what happened. Yes, his final, final game. And we remember how important Brian Clough even thought reserve games were, which kind of, I don't know whether it's kind of fitting that his final game as a Forest manager with Forest involvement was a reserve game. Really can't remember who they played at home. Think it was the Tuesday or the Wednesday after that final game at Ipswich and there was a reserve game. I can't remember whether it was always in my plans or my mum or dad's plans to do what happened. But all I remember is going to the game. I had no idea who Forest played the reserves or what they won. But after the game, we stood around and waited for Brian Clough outside the ground. So we were outside the, uh, the main stand in the car park. Now, at the time, his office looked onto the car park but the windows were really high so you know there was light obviously that went into his office but you couldn't see there was a group of us i think about six or seven uh of which i was probably the youngest i, I was at senior school by then so 14 15 anyway so we waited and we waited and we waited and and even one of the peer people who who was waiting had a ladder and he went to, he put the ladder against the uh, against the wall of the of the <laughs> office of the main stand yeah. that looked out and looked in and he went yeah 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 Clough is in there there's a few other people in there as well oh. i don't know whether any saw me came that down i remember somehow someone from the club was aware we were there and said brian is aware that you're here and I feel like we waited two hours. Could have been more, could have been less. It feels like two hours. And suddenly a, a side door opened and, and there we were, we were allowed in. There was some people who I feel like I should remember, a journalist, and, and I can't think right for right now, remember who, but there was a handful of people in his office, I don't know, five or six. That you know, they'd, they'd clearly been having a drink on his final game, um, and he was lovely. 
he kissed us all on the cheek. He allowed us to have a picture, which as you can understand is, is you know, very proudly in my possession. Um, but yeah, there's me and Brian Clough with my pinstripe forest shirt, because that was the pinstripes in the year that we oh, yeah. that we went down. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, we were probably in there no more than 10 minutes. He gave us a few minutes of time. And then just before we left, um, he said it was great. and, and I don't know whether it was my cap or someone else's because I think in the picture I could be wearing a, a cap. He said, I'm going to try and chuck this cap onto this uh, clothes peg. It got like a circular clothes peg on, on, on in, in the office. So we had a couple of attempts at that. And on his second time, he got the, the hat on the on, on the peg. And, uh, you know, not long after that, we were ushered out. And of course, it wasn't in the days of instant photos on your phone or whatever. And, and I remember, my, I think my mum had been home, got the camera, she'd come back. So she she joined us to, to wait. She took the picture, and, and I even think you know because obviously in those days you paid three ninety nine for four day photography to get it. I mean, look at that crazy three ninety nine to wait four days for your photo. Uh, but I think she paid for the one hour photo, oh. and she actually came into school yeah. uh, on the you know came in on the lunch break and uh, had the photos developed already and, and showed me the photo, which obviously we then got blown up and it's framed. You know, it's a treasure possession. Well, thanks to Chris and Rich for their memories. And of course, many thanks to you for listening. There are more stories on the Tribute website, brianclough.com. And you can see the photo that Rich took of Brian on the pitch at his last league home match. It was just an outpouring of emotion for people wanting to show Brian Clough what he meant to them. And suddenly a, a side door opened and, and there we were, we were allowed in. And he was lovely. He kissed us all on the cheek. I hope you can join me next time for more memories of the great man in the green jumper. <laughs>